Hello everybody, this is Logan from PC Boys, and welcome back to another podcast. Now this isn't the main podcast of the day, I'm doing my Marvel talk in my actual studio um, later today. I am probably going to do that after I record my Resident Evil gameplay. Um, a little bit, I want to talk to a little bit on that for those of you that did watch my Resident Evil gameplays. So, with my first part, I didn't realize that my phone, and I didn't realize this also until the end of my second part, that my phone cuts the video segment, right, in half. So, like, when it hits, like, 33 minutes, my video gets cut in half. So, while I might be recording for an hour straight, my phone automatically cuts up a video at the 33 minute mark. And I didn't know this. So I ended up deleting the second half of part one. Thinking it was a glitch. That you know. It, it, for some reason that it. You know had the two different parts. And I was like oh it's probably all on the first part. But for some reason it just glitched out. And then I realized it happened on the second part as well. And I had to release my second part in two parts. I had to do part two part A. And then part two part B. Or part two A and part two B. Because it was all recorded in one sitting. It was one part. I recorded it all in one sitting. But since my phone apparently is cutting things off at a 33 minute mark, I'm going to have to start making videos that are underneath 33 minutes. So that way the part itself is not confusing to follow along on what the fuck's going on. So I had to fix that fu- fucking mess last night. And for those of you that didn't get, and, and that's for everybody because obviously I didn't upload it and I deleted it. Um, not knowing that it was the continuation of part one at the time, but so pretty much what happened was we sprayed down the fire and we got to a safe room. We opened up this door to find a UBCS guy who was bit and then he got shot by Nikolai and he walks out into the alley. That's pretty much all you missed in the second half of part one, but it got really fucked up. Okay. It just the whole recording process and everything. So I just wanted to kind of let you guys know that because a lot of people probably were like, why is part two picking up after part one? But like what happened to the rest of part one? How did we get here? And that, and that's why it's, it's missing. But this is just a podcast to talk about modern warfare season three, the changes that they've up or uh, put out and the battle pass and what I personally think about it. And um, yeah, so it's just a little video. It's not going to be too, too or little episode. It's not going to be too, too long. Um, that's going to be left for my Marvel talk later tonight. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to, uh, Modern Warfare season three, there's a nice little cutscene in the beginning, which is pretty cool. So we find out that Armistice apparently is like disbanded. It's no longer a thing. Everybody's out killing each other. Everything's in chaos. And we find out obviously that Alex is still alive. So what's happening is essentially in the battle pass, do I think, like, because if we want to move on to the Battle Pass portion, is it worth to buy? Well, yes and no. I think the watches this Battle Pass season are worse than the previous two seasons, because in Season 1, you, by buying the Battle Pass, immediately unlock the Skill Tracker watch, which, in my opinion, is, like, the best watch you can have, because it keeps track of your XP progress throughout the game. Now, yes, throughout Season 1... And half of season two, it didn't do that, but they did end up making a patch where it actually started keeping track of your XP. So that was nice. And then the second watch that I like the best would be the um, emblem watch that comes at like tier 93 or something like that in season two. That one's nice. 
And then the red ratio watch from season two as well, where it keeps track of your, you know, kill death. I think that's nice. I also realized a few of the watches that you can end up buying in the store, they end up putting in future um, battle passes. So just don't buy watches. You know, if you're specifically going to buy a watch like the Tamagotchi, that's in the new battle pass. So why buy it? You know, in, in like a really expensive set where you can just buy $10 worth of, you know, cool little items to get. So... The skin that you get at the beginning is Alex, but it's a cooler skin than the tier 100. Like, you know how Ghost, you know, you got Ghost in, you know, season two, and he looked, you know, cool, but then you looked at the tier 100 skin, and you're like, that looks badass. This is completely opposite, because Alex's tier 100 skin, in my opinion, should be the tier 1 skin. It's not as interesting, and it's practically his campaign, you know, outfit, but with small ultra alterations like a long sleeve shirt and stuff and, and obviously the coloring but it's ultimately the same thing but his tier one outfit like what you get for buy or what you get when you buy the battle pass looks so much cooler and just a lot more i guess tier 100 looking like the only season that's really nailed a good skin for a tier 100 and tier uh tier 100 and tier uh zero skin i'm gonna call it uh, would be season two with Ghost. They did that one probably the best. And then when it came to season one, season one, they did a good job with the beginning skin, but at the same time, the tier 100 skin was not really worth the purchase of the battle pass because I think the tier 100 skin was practically, it was just pretty much Morrow with a helmet and it was, it just wasn't that cool. I could have beaten uh, Season 1's Battle Pass, but I chose not to because I had no motivation to get that Tier 100 skin. It was not worth it. Uh, Mara, however, does get a skin in this new season at Tier 90. And it looks great. It's an awesome skin. I think it's... it's a, Like, if that was a Tier 100 skin in Season 1, I would have pushed to get this skin. It doesn't have a helmet or anything in it, but it's just it's a cool, unique, different skin. And personally, I like it. I think it's really cool. Um, however, uh, a big change I did notice is that the default characters that uh, for the Coalition, uh, I don't know how exactly this is going to play out for Allegiance, but in the Coalition, uh, you can now select different skins, ranging from American paratroopers to police uh, from uh, the UK. You can also choose some uh, from police, I think, from... South Korea, and then you can also choose, like, just normal United States soldiers, which is really awesome that, you know, you can actually now customize a default character. I never would have thought that they were going to do that, but they did, and it's free, and throughout the Battle Pass, you can unlock more variations, but my question is, you know, why would you make um, a default skin variant? Why would you put a default skin variant in a battle pass, you know, you could do that for all the other operators and just give out those default skins as free because, you know, why spend $10 on a battle pass, waste skins on these defaults that nobody's really going to use? Because let me be honest with you, I'm probably going to use Ghost because I beat the tier 100 skin uh, or, or got to tier 100. I'm probably going to use the Ghost skin a lot more than I am um, a default skin, even though now that you can actually customize what your character looks like. It's still, it's still really not what people are wanting. You know, it's not what people are going to use. If you really think that people are going to use that, then you're kind of fucking stupid. 
people aren't going to use a default skin over a actual operator. At least for the most part. My cousin, uh, Carter, he ends up using the default skin all the time, and I don't understand why when he has so many more options, but he does. But it's a cool little addition. I just, I think that, you know, for to waste spots in the battle pass for default skins, it's just, it's stupid to me. I think it's really stupid because, you know, if you have them there at the beginning of the game or, you know, throughout the season, if they just keep giving you a few skins for free for that default character, that's nice. That's awesome. You know, I, I really like to see that. And then in the battle pass, you know, take the actual operators that you have and give out different skins for them. Like Nikto. Nikto is one of the operators that doesn't have any skins. Nikto, his default outfit is all you can use. Like, he doesn't even have a color variation of his outfit. He has nothing. He has the one fixer outfit, and that's it. That's all he has. And that's all he's ever going to have until they actually decide to put something in a battle pass for him. Like, Mara. Mara has three different outfit uh, skin variations, and then she has her tier 100 outfit, and now she has a tier 90 outfit in this battle pass. So it would be really nice to see a little variation there and with ghosts i'm happy with the ghost skin the tier 100 skin i think alex is a good skin too but i'm just thinking that this battle pass to me is not as it's not as um rewarding as season two or well no it's more rewarding than season one season one was kind of their testing grounds and water for DLC and, you know, this whole thing. But in my personal opinion, I think that um, Season 2 was the best season that we've had so far. Battle Pass-wise. And I still think that. I think Season 3 is the second best. But I think Season 2 did it right. You know, Ghost had a good-looking outfit from the beginning. Like you would in Fortnite or any other Battle Royale game. And then the Tier 100 skin was more badass than the first skin. Where in Season 3, they took the ass-backwards approach... And made the, you know, cool-ish skin the tier 100. And then the badass skin, you know, what you get when you immediately buy it. So, I think for, you know, for people that don't really want to earn up a cool skin, I mean, it works for them. But if you're somebody that wants to earn up a cool skin, well, you're going to have depression when it comes to this season. So, uh, that's my little uh, Battle Pass rant, I guess, about Season 3. I'm just disappointed. Now, I have played on some of the new maps. They're real Or remastered maps. They're good. I like them a lot. Um, I really like the Sawmill map. That one's really nice. But at the same time, I feel like Season 3 is just... There's not enough content here yet. I mean, they, they made some good maps, which is great. Their uh, Battle Pass is pretty good, for the most part. But... I just, I feel like something's missing, you know, like, how every season, you know, Fortnite or Apex, they do a big change to their map, well, Warzone doesn't have really any changes to its map, and it's kind of upsetting, at least any that I can find as of right now, there's no, like, new major locations or anything, so, they do have quads now, which is nice, but they took away trios, why not just keep solos, quads, trios, and duos there for people that, you know, maybe want to play all those different modes. Because I can tell you... I'm making lunch right now, so if you hear me, like, eating mac and cheese or whatever, that's what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, so I think that for Warzone, that they need to, you know, they need to put something new in that map. 
Um, and they need to put the playlist, they need to put like trios, duos, solos, and quads all like playable all the time. Because sometimes you might just want to play by yourself. Sometimes only you and a buddy are playing. Sometimes, you know, you have only three of your friends that want to play so you can play. And then other times you have squads for majority of the time because, you know, a lot of your friends want to play. But me and my cousin ran into a situation earlier where we wanted to play together, but you could only play solos or quads. And we wouldn't have the ability to talk to our other teammates so or well we didn't want to because talking to randoms just it doesn't really work out well so it was very um it was very upsetting uh to kind of see that you know they haven't put duos in yet and they didn't keep trios so i think they need to do that i think they need to keep trios duos solos and quads as playable playlists in the game because you're gonna need to play in all those scenarios at some point and to have them there would be really nice so guys that's kind of my little bit of a season three overview i think it's okay um i'm not really overly impressed and or disappointed i'm just it's okay it's okay you know the battle pass is pretty good for the most part i just kind of wish they switched the tier 100 and tier ones or two tier tier zero skin around um the maps are pretty good but Warzone's really disappointing because they didn't really change up anything so yeah that's all i really have to say about call of duty modern warfare season three so far uh you guys can always let us know what you think on our facebook page and or in youtube comments i'll be doing warzone gameplay at some point in the future but right now i'm continuing my resident evil grind um keep an eye out for my uh next video later or uh podcast later where we're going to be talking about uh the mcu and its switch dates for phase four and you know the tv shows and how that's um continuing to go so we'll be talking about that later i'll actually be in my studio uh on my microphone and computer doing that but just keep an eye out for that resident evil gameplay will also be up later today as well i gotta still record it and um yeah so that's what we got going on for the rest of the day but i hope you all enjoyed this little beginning to our content filled day and i will see you all later